Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise Podcast with me, your host, Moira Kasaba, and you are in for a treat today. So whenever I go on my Instagram stories and I say, hey, who do you want me to have on the show? Who is the most requested? This guy's name always comes up. Darren Oline. I always think of him as the superfood hunter, but he is now very much known as the co-host of the Emmy award-winning number one Netflix docuseries. Let's hear it for Down to Earth with Zac Efron. If you guys haven't watched that show, it's a family show in our house. It's fascinating. It's entertaining. And it's got Darren and Zac in as the star characters. So you're going to want to watch it. But Darren has literally spent his life exploring the planet. I can tell you I've heard him speak many times. We've had lots of conversations. I've seen videos of him repelling mountains to find superfoods on a cliff. He has devoted his life to discovering and, you know, finding medicinal plants and and how we can use them in things like Shakeology. And he's written an incredible book called Super Life, The Five Fixes That Will Keep You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome. But most recently, he's been talking a lot on his podcast, The Darren Oline Show, about life's quote-unquote fatal conveniences. This is something we dig deep into on the show today and might scare you a little bit, but also might open your eyes, which we all need our eyes opened a lot more to this topic. So let's dig in with Darren Oline. Well, I am beyond thrilled to finally get you here. You know, you and I chatted a little bit via Instagram and you were filming down to earth this past, really this past year. Were you doing that, all of that? Yeah, that well, it came out, but that was already two years ago. Was yeah. it really that you were filming? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Gosh. Yeah, and it just it's just a process to get it all. Yeah. All on air, and you know, there's just so many things that go into production. It's yeah. a miracle that it's a miracle things actually get in <laughs> on the air, right? right. And, and get produced, and you realize there's a lot that goes on to it and you have to have a good team and yeah and this this was uh certainly we had a lightning in a bottle with this one for yeah sure. it's an incredible show and i i've been able to sit down with my kids you know with the first season and then a pause and then so much excitement around the second season which for me my kids are right now getting ready to turn 13 and 15 so mm-hmm. having watched season 1 when they were a little bit younger was so impactful because you know first of all my daughters you know like who are these guys like I think I recognize them (laughs) so there was a cool factor but then there's also just opening up their eyes to so many things around Mm. the world that you know Mm. kids we just need their eyes open to them for sure yeah and and one thing that was really clear for us was highlighting great people Mm -hmm. and uh solutions to to some of the issues in the world and you can't you can't go after all of it because it's impossible and it takes an army and it takes many solutions but but certainly being able to highlight from health perspective to the environment perspective to the incredible ingenuity to a lot of people um that that was kind of the ethos and 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 let's not hang out and and 
let's face problems, but let's, let's innovate and create and illuminate and expand and bring attention to what we can do because we're great. Humanity's great. Uh, when, When we come together with that. Yeah those ideas and that possibility and hope. And so, so yeah, it, it's, it's been a nice, nice journey for sure. Yeah. Speaking of the journey, mm. I'm so curious because you are involved in so many different things and you've accomplished and done so much in your life up until this point. Where did this all begin? Cause I don't think I've ever heard like the origin story of Darren Ali. Mm. Can you share that? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how granular you want to get, but, but I have to, I can't go, I can't, I always try to bypass this point, but it was told to me about me Mm. from my father. And that was, I really believe this at the core of my being that I was born two months early. It was in 1970. There was a 50-50 chance of dying. Yeah. And they thought I was going to for a moment. And then and then my father tells the story. Uh, and this was a spontaneous moment before he passed away. Not like on his deathbed or anything, but like maybe a month or two before he eventually passed away. He got he went into this spontaneous thing of like he saw for him this moment where I chose life. And then throughout my life, he kept putting those things together. Like every time I would get hit with adversity and challenge and, and struggle, because I, that, that premature kid Mm -hmm. definitely had some catching up to do. Right. And so, um, we all have our challenge story. That's what life, that's literally what life is to, to Mm -hmm. cultivate the truth and some of that causes pain and suffering and um, reinvention. And so along that path, there was always kind of struggle that I had to overcome. Yeah. And uh, and so my dad kind of went into that whole story uh, and kind of tied it all together for me, yeah. which, which is great because I think when you can own who you are and where you came from mm. and, and, not run from the shadow, but look at the shadow and understand that that was the catalyst. Yeah. You know, so, so quickly kind of fast forward playing college football, super stoked to kind of beat out all these guys that on paper should have beat me, but I I was just not going to make, I was just not going to let that happen. But then my first kind of game, I, I had a, a career ending back injury. Gosh, and then that like it happens all too often. Yeah. I don't even think we got the greatest of the greatest because a lot, how do you know? Right. Those people didn't, you know, they just didn't make it. So, right. Um, so uh, that challenge and that kind of stopping moved me into physiology and nutrition mm-hmm. and kinesiology and stuff studying all of that and that was the you know sparked something and then that curiosity just continued along that path and then I'd have always had mentors always had older people and doctors and researchers and shamans and like (laughs) literally along the way of illuminaries that some of which I don't even 
like I, I every so often I'll run into somebody that knows certain. I mean, I, I was diving into crazy, strange technologies 25 yeah. years ago. Wow. Of just being into rooms going, wait a minute, like what? Like frequency and magnetics and health yeah. and, you know, understanding that electrolytes were conductors. It wasn't yeah. just physical material that, and then this medium of water mm -hmm. operated radically different than anything we know, like it's define it's it's redefining regular physics and is kind of looking like quantum physics and yeah. it's react. So it's like Crazy. that's us. Yeah. <laughs> and so so anyway, that that that's kind of my mind always got blown open. And so I I've been forever in the space of health and I continue to study. Um and that that eventually through the travels, the heavy travels, um, and seeing, you know, horrible conditions of people, yeah. uh, not having water and power right. and food. I'm like, how is this possible? How is, how is as it a possible? Human... Yeah, yeah. It's like, how I just, is I was just on a mission trip like three weeks ago and mm. how on our planet are there people still without functional living situations when it comes to, you know, sanitation and water it blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, and we're not talking a handful. We're talking right. two to three billion people. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, we failed. Let's just own it. We failed right. as a human family. Right. And so th that's just not okay. Mm -mm. And, you know, not to, and then with this book, The Fatal Conveniences, I, I was, so all these worlds started con connecting. I'm looking at research and products and I'm like, okay. Why are all of these products in the aisles of our stores today mm -hmm. knowingly being sold when they know that these chemicals are causing harm? Right. And and I was like, wow, this is this is an absolute failure. So again, I'm like, yeah. as a human, as a person, as a steward for this world, how is this acceptable? Right. It's not. And so, you know, FCC, FDA, USDA, FC, you know, uh, EPA, you name it. No regulatory body is not compromised in right. some way. So I'm like, okay, I don't need to run around, make them wrong. They're not right, but I don't need to like, you know, spend too much time. They're just right. not doing Fighting the job. The fight. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you look at the science, the science yeah. is showing this is dangerous. It's not me making it up. It's here. Yeah. So now what can we do about it? Right? right. So like, yeah, you have to face it or else you just bury your head in the sand. Yeah. Let's face, let's face this when you have disposable diapers that are made of petroleum uh, and all these other endocrine disrupting chemicals and many other more, more, you don't, you don't put an endocrine disrupting chemical on a baby. Yeah. And it, now we know that from parabens to phthalates to forever chemicals, which is a class of gnarly chemicals that bioaccumulate, all of this is in the blood mm. of moms, of children, in the umbilical cords. So it's not to get everybody down right now. But what I'm saying is, unless 
we want to be okay with being chemicalized and, and right. having getting neutered to a certain extent, because that's what the data shows that right. men's motility won't exist. Like wow. it's, it's going away. And this wow. is from great researchers who yeah. spend their life studying this stuff. One great friend, Dr. Leo Trisande, wrote an amazing book on endocrine disruption. And it's like, we're just trying to sound the alarm. This isn't okay. So we, as a people, as Americans, as human family, as anyone, we need to take responsibility. Yeah. So what I want to do is kind of shake that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Listen, these aren't safe. Yeah. I don't illuminate know why. It. Like you yeah. said, illuminate it for the world. Yeah. I don't know why exactly, but I would guess. There's money pro- involved. Yeah. The profits and power. Yeah. Unfortunately, have garnered more power than mm-hmm. the safety that they should have. Um, so let's just do the right thing. So there's great companies, there's great things, there's great initiatives going on out there. Let's support that. And so mm-hmm. as a human family, if I can buy something that's healthy and life-giving to my child, my right. family, my friends, then let, let's do that. And so that attention diverted from that which is destructive mm-hmm. is then of massive value because you know what we have? We have people on our side. We have the mm. numbers, yeah, right? So people, I really want to turn, just turn on the common sense of people again because yeah. I think apathy has become a disease, mm. right? In the sense that I, ex, you know, you don't expect to go into a grocery store or a drug store. You don't, you don't, you're not thinking that when I'm yeah. buying this, it's there's harmful. trust. There's an unwritten trust for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately it, it, we shouldn't do that. Right. Right. Because well, and I love that you come at it from such a, I don't want to say a positive place, but it's like a, it's like a place of love, you know, yeah. and illuminating the good and illuminating the bad, but not coming at it from this combative negative, you know, oh. just even just your energy around it is mm. so beautiful. Um, and the, the book that's coming out that it's, it's called, tell me the title. Fatal conveniences. So I got to ask you because I'm like <laughs> that packs a punch, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it it's like the second I heard that, I was like, this is this is reality. This is a thing. This makes so much yeah. common sense, just like you yeah. said. Yeah. But it's like hindsight's 2020. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't even wrap my head around the fact that I've been so naive to to trust. Yeah. Was fatal conveniences, did you make is that your term? Because it's so spot on and so damn good. <laughs> yeah, it was given to me about 25 years ago by an unbelievable friend and researcher, Dr. Mosin Hormanish. He would often have to make up words to describe what it he, what he was saying because he was looking at he'd he'd look at things like energy versus synergy. Mm. Energy is one thing. Energy can be very destructive. Synergy yeah. is synergistic right. to all living matter. So, so in the wordology, he would when you talk to him, 
he would have to describe his ver- uh, vocabulary before he could actually talk to you about what right. he wants to talk to you about. Yeah. Right. So spending a lot of time with him and all these cool rooms with incredible minds, he was the first one. He was talking about the cell phone. Mm. And he goes, you know, that cell phone's a fatal convenience, amazing technology, but, but that is affecting your electromagnetic field of your body and the electromagnetic field of the DNA and the RNA, because that's all electric. The DNA is sending the signal to the RNA and the RNA then has to tell the proteins, the amino acids, how to construct themselves in order to replace Mm -hmm. and to create your skin, your nails, your, your body, your organs, all of that stuff. And so if that's disrupted, yeah. and I was just going, oh my God. Oh. And you know, at a certain point I was like, I trust him, but I'd right. start reading the research. This was 25 years ago. Wow. And now, you know, in this book, I get into EMFs and there's, there is so much research supporting and rats and everything else of that very thing. Yeah. So when you're around all this electromagnetic pollution, it is absolutely disrupting the field and it's disrupting. So you, you, yeah, gylomas, tumors showing up yeah. in the brains, the, the data of a cell phone going all the way through a child's brain yeah, because like, the child's so underdeveloped. Right. So anyway, that Dr. Mosin, that, yeah, because that's a huge topic, but um, Dr. Mosin uh, gave me that term. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. And it just makes, I mean, we can dumb it down to the simple fact that, you know, when healthy people get sick with whatever the diagnosis is these days and people think, how could they, you know, end up with this? And I'm thinking, how how can we not all end up with this at, at yeah. some point in time? And, you know, it can seem even for me, somebody that's been in the health and wellness world my whole life, I've been passionate about it, like you since a child, and, you know, it's, it can seem paralyzing though, mm. absolutely paralyzing that like every single thing we're touching or consuming or using to function in the world has this huge detriment to our health. Mm. So in, in the book, do you like, where do we start? You know, where yeah. does the average Joe start? Yeah, you well, have kind of like your top 10 where you can be like, start here because <laughs> yeah. I, I need that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the last third of the book is all solutions of, yeah. of great vetted companies and products to, you know, I'm not here to take away the amazing conveniences that we have in the world. I still use a cell phone, but I use it. There's slightly different things that I do with it. It's always yeah. off when it's on my body. I use a, a a sleeve that's got a lead shield on it. So if it is around me, I have that uh, on, right? Mm-hmm. So that's tested and everything else. And then, and then you know, I have a Faraday cage around my Wi-Fi router. All my houses that I'm rebuilding are all hard- hardwired in. Yeah. I am not having yeah. a Wi-Fi. And and here here's one of the things you can do for that. I mean, I remember when my, my son was struggling with sleep when he was a toddler mm-hmm. and it had never crossed my mind. Somebody said, unplug your Wi-Fi at night. And it hadn't even right. crossed my mind what was going through my house yes. while I'm ha- trying to get this poor little boy to just go to sleep and instant difference instantaneously. Crazy. 
But those are the things that we're just not thinking about. Yeah. No. And it's invisible. And that's kind of the insidious nature of it all. Like even, and listen, you know, the telecommunications world is very, very gnarly. Mm. I, I, I didn't even put 90% of the stuff I read and I researched in the book, I just didn't have enough space. Yeah. But what they knew with cell phones, when cell phones started, when we had 1G, even when we created the first telegraph about dirty electricity, we knew this was biologically harmful. Mm -hmm. We knew it. And yet they just keep kicking that can down the road and they use the playbook of the tobacco industry. Yeah. Tobacco industry was successful at saying, okay, well, there, there may be some issues here, but then we're like, it needs more study. And then they just won't do the study. Right. And 40 years, people were running around doctors and researchers saying, yeah, it's fine. You're pregnant. That's fine. It won't hurt you. Not the baby. The baby's protected in some secret way. Like, so it's the it's same crazy. Thing. I mean, that was my, my, I think my mom quit smoking when we, she was pregnant. It's crazy to think about one generation back one generation. I mean, I, I, I remember even when we were teens, we were like, did you think inhaling smoke into your lungs? Like, how could that be healthy? You know, mm. but just one generation back, we, that's how skewed our common sense was. And I, and I want people to hear that. Because some of the things we're talking about now seem crazy, seem, you know, like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to quit drinking, you know, sparkling water. It's sparkling water, but you know, these little things, but we did the same thing with smoking back then. Totally. We did the same thing. We, we, we gave our power over Mm -hmm. to a perceived authority that didn't know what the they were talking about. Yeah. The guy in the guy or woman in the in the white coat who yeah. who to go for go to them for health advice is insane. To right. go to them for acute issues, great. Like break my foot, cut my leg on the uh, chainsaw two years ago, going right to the emergency room. But I'm not, I'm not if I have a cough, I'm not going to the freaking doctor. I'm calling right. my functional doctor. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing the things I know to do. I fast, I take my vitamin, like it's, it's, we have to turn, it's so funny. And I like, and I don't like at the same time, we, the, you know, biohacking and all of this stuff in a certain point, the common sense will rise to the top. Yeah. Fill your body full of beneficial electrons. You know, how you can do that. So going back to your original question, what can people do? Take your damn shoes off, put your feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. It can get rid of pain for people yeah. because we have electrical pollution that's building up in the body. The earth can not only pull that, it can also up-level your beneficial electron field, right? This is all electrical. This is why when people hear me, they go, "Uh, that's why they ground uh, 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 a copper rod into the ground for your entire home. Right. They right. have to, or else shit blows up. Yeah. It's the same thing for <laughs> you. Right. So and we and have... like you just said, common sense, but not till yeah. you hear it. 
Right. You know, not till you hear it. I'm thinking we walk <laughs> on the beach every day. We live on the other coast. And how, how, when I think about it, like how that just grounds my soul, you know, oh. there's something about it. I was in the middle of a workout today and my feet were like Charlie horsing and I like kicked my shoes off in the middle of the workout because my feet just needed to like be on the ground. Totally. But we're so dependent on what can I purchase? What can I do outside of myself? What can I take? What can I, and, and sometimes yeah. taking the right thing is good, right. but it's, it's common sense. And I love hearing you say common sense will rise to the top, but I feel like it doesn't for most people. You know, I had chronic strep as a child, but also as an adult. And it wasn't until I got through my like seventh round of antibiotics and steroids that I said, F this. And I just went straight into fasting and juicing and felt better than I'd felt in five years, three days. 20, 48 hours. I was like 48 hours later. I was like, I haven't felt this good in five years, right. you know, but it, it, it was like under what the world just comes at you with the solutions mm -hmm. that are so toxic. Well, it's, you know, and this is one I didn't write in the book because it's way too big, but a mat and maybe I'll do a whole thing on this and maybe I, I will at some point. Um, the biggest fatal convenience in our healthcare system is our healthcare system. Right, right. Right? It is not root, it's rooted in the wrong. Let me say it this way. It's it's rooted in the wrong philosophy and mm -hmm. science. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's based on germ theory, which I'm not going to go too far into this. I'll keep it pretty edited, <laughs> but germ theory is essentially the understanding that you're broken and that you're going to catch something and you have no ability to deal with it. So therefore your, your, your body that was created by this infinite intelligence yes, and we've freaking lasted for hundreds <laughs> of thousands of years and the evolution of all of that that somehow now, just because <laughs> the AMA is created, you're broken. Right. Is there a place for plagues and shit? Yeah, but we're not in the middle of one. Right. And we're, it's not to blast us with everything. Like you said, seven rounds of antibiotics. That's like clear cutting a forest and expecting to get fruit from the forest. It's right. impossible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so the AMA was built on germ theory. So you catch this. You need a drug to sort it out. Like, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, we need At our human, all, humanness to sort it out. Yeah, the terrain, we know this through epidemiology now, mm -hmm. right? What you do in your environment, how you eat, how you breathe, how you keep the stress down, how you are with relationships, how, how what kind of uh, soil your food comes from, you name it, creates your health biome, all yeah. of it. And so think about this. I'll leave it here. The intelligence of billions of years comes by way of bacteria, fungi, mm -hmm. uh, even viruses. We have billions and trillions of viruses flying around all the time. Yeah. The intelligence of a bacteria will come into an environment, and if it is not 
wildly acidic and in a perfect condition for it to thrive, it will leave. Mm. I'm saying like a, not a great, not a beneficial bacteria, right? Right. Like, like a pathological bacteria. But if it comes into an environment that is eating whatever, the energy super low, the, the immune system doesn't work very well, it doesn't have a lot of fuel, it doesn't have a lot of resiliency, it is acidic in nature, like it is a perfect breeding ground. So the intelligence that comes billions of years before mm-hmm. man or woman was created, that intelligence goes I can live here. I can't. Yeah. So if you are a strong, resilient environment, you invite that out because it already knows that it's not a good place for you to thrive in. It also knows there's a a million other places that it can totally thrive in. Right. So that intelligence. So again, we go back to this common sense. We go back to, it makes no sense to not eat well and sleep well and the and the leaders of our countries and I say countries yeah the fact that we are not leading with healthy air and water for everybody and and sovereign power and food and shelter and let's let's our country was built on being mostly farmers growing right. food mm-hmm. we literally have over 40 was it 40,000 acres of land uh, it could be 40 to 7 70,000 uh hectares of no no it's sorry it's 40 million acres of lawn in the United States that we are watering for no reason other than to border our homes but you could transform a portion of that if everyone yeah. transformed a portion of that to fresh food right our food sovereignty would be there and our resilience for fresh food and all of this chemicalized overprocessed stuff would just not not be needed wow. so you know it's like simple solutions that we are like but we've become so dependent mm-hmm. on if i build a house where's the power coming from so i can flip on my switch well right. there's a infinite amount of ways that someone can create power but the infrastructure for it is not there for it why aren't we growing food so anyway that's that's just tons of different tangents but i love it um, all (laughs) i love it all i want to go down every single tangent can we go back to what the average listener can implement yeah you know yeah yeah first i would just say uh filter your water yeah. Right. So, because there's a lot of environmental and chemicalized things, even in the water in almost any area of this mm-hmm. planet. So, yeah, it's great that you you go to your faucet and you have water there, but the pipes that it's going through, yeah. the the interactions, the the pesticides, the pharmaceutical drugs that are now in our um, mm-hmm. uh, waterways and even through our trees. So they're not treating water for the other zillion compounds and chemicals that are coming. So filter your water. One easy way to do that, distillation unit, or maybe even easier, use an RO system. Mm -hmm. uh, And that you can get for a couple hundred bucks. And it forced 
size of a membrane that doesn't allow those things to come through. So you have fresh water. And then if you want to, I always recommend adding um, some electrolytes to that unrefined, Mm -hmm. clean salt or like uh, shilajit or, you know, something like that. But, but salt, unrefined salt is incredible to add. So now you give the potentiality back to the water right through those electrolytes and through those electrolytes in that form allows your cells to receive the water better um so that's easy 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 yeah like you said the pollution that's all around us um with the emfs one easy thing to do turn off your wi-fi at night at the least uh you can get these switches there's great company out of the uk called conscious spaces there's another company here in the u.s called tech wellness and they have switches you can get a timer or you can get a literally um, a remote and just turn it off at night shut things down uh turn off that and turn off your turn off your phones don't turn turn off your phones or put them on airport airplane mode next year don't leave them on and please 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 don't let your children i heard this wild stat like there's a huge number of kids that sleep with their phone under their pillow and it's just radiating their brains all night long and um keep uh, laptops off your lap or there's a great other company called safe sleeve where they have um anyone who's looking at this video there's a sleeve. This is a safe sleeve that I yeah. use. And then on my laptop, I have a sleeve, but I also have it off my lap. On right. a, like I have like a little tray thing mm-hmm. if I am. So just get just so those types of things you want to stuff, stop moving towards. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, food, of course, listen, you know, eliminate the ultra processed crap, man. Yeah. It's, I don't care. I mean, I'm plant-based person. I don't touch that plant-based made up meat stuff. I don't touch right. it. Like it's, right. it, it's so gnarly and ultra processed. Like, no, yeah, no whole food, man. Like yeah. go back to those and grow food yeah. and grow sprouts. Anyone can grow sprouts right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You can put uh, two tablespoons of call it broccoli seeds, lentils, you name it, but broccoli seeds put in a Mason jar uh, soak them for eight hours. Just let them sit. Put a, either a cloth or you can buy a, a screw-on mesh lid. Easy, easy, easy. And then after eight hours, you invert it. And then twice a day, all you do is rinse and invert. Rinse and invert. And in about five to seven days, you'll have a full superfood packed wow. uh, salad of sprouts that cost you 22 cents, right? That's amazing. So those kinds of things, like, and then just, just, you can have tons of those. And and now you have some of the best, you know, nutrient dense foods ever. Uh, And and then grow as much food as you, if you have little land, grow as much food as you want and as you can. Um, And then, you know, of course, support local. Yeah. You know, go to your farmer's markets, find your farmer that, that is growing, uh, without the use of chemicals. And, um, and then if you, if you can afford organic, um, make sure you really, really wash 
especially those fruits and those veggies that are exposed, mm-hmm. all fruits and right. veggies that are yeah. exposed to wash those um, uh, to get out any residue because they yeah. blast those things upon uh, harvesting even more right before harvesting. So it's, it's pretty, pretty gnarly. So yeah, man, I mean, um, yeah, those are a few. Those are a few. I got it. I got it all written down. Um, And I was just thinking how crazy it is, how we just, it's like boiling the frog kind of, you know, like when I was, so I said my kids are almost 13, 15. When I was breastfeeding my son, so 15 years ago, I remember having enough common sense and awareness to think, you know, I finally can sit and on the couch in this moment while I'm, I'm breastfeeding him. But I was like, this feels like I, I can't, I can't be on my phone. Like I, th- it right. felt so, so right. just at my core, like that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like frustrated because I'm like, I finally have time to sit. Like, this is when I right. need to like catch up on stuff, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I think if I had a baby today, that wouldn't cross my mind. It wouldn't cross my mind just because of the right. way that we live in the world and the way that we function yeah. with these conveniences, just like you said crazy yeah you're yeah you're right i mean we're we're all born into it and and so we have to and it's listen psychologically it's been worked on for a very long time Mm -hmm. right it's been worked on like yeah you buy you buy water that's in plastic right like that's the yeah you buy fast food that's wrapped in in these wrappers that are full of teflon derivative that's absolutely carcinogenic just just so your food doesn't stick to it like what what like like the 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 amount of things that i i you know i know a fair bit about some of the stuff but when i'm actually starting to read the research there's just moments where i definitely just have a what the yeah are we like, doing? like I, I, it just destroys your heart on yeah so and levels. so i guess the thing that i i haven't completed it and i'm just getting into it i have a really strong desire i'm starting to create a business plan around it to create a safe vetted marketplace mm. so so how, desperately needed yeah so like think of amazon but if amazon actually vetted clean products and yes and the agencies actually did their job, there'd be no reason to do it, but no one's doing it effectively. Right. And there's a lot of satellite. There's some great, you know, there's um, some great companies out there or nonprofits doing testing and, you know, environmental working group. I, I use them a lot as resources yeah. in the book. Um, uh, what is it? The, there's a campaign for safe cosmetics is another great one. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of good stuff, but I want to curate basically through some sort of membership once you open that gate yes done the work we've done the testing we've done the vetting for you only because the stuff exists right so like we have a solution that we're supporting we're onboarding companies doing great things and and i think that's that's what i want to do because once people start seeing all these fatal conveniences we need to have a place to go. That's um, just it. I think for the average consumer, there's too many roads and paths. You have to go deep and, and try to, re- totally. I mean, it takes a lot of time 
to research the one thing that you're trying to find. And it's like you said, if there was just a, I mean, you said it, Amazon, right? It's like we need it at that level to where, unfortunately, the average consumer isn't ever probably going to spend the time and the energy, but they still want to make the right choice. So if they can open up a gate and just know that I trust in this and here's everything, let me, you know, purchase from here, that would, I mean, that's brilliant and so needed. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work and I'm questioning how much time I have, but you know, it's all about a team and it's all about the right people and it's all about the right mission. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's just a weird kind of twilight zone world. I I don't understand it, but I, 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 I can never understand it. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't here when it was created that way. Right. I'm not on the board of these companies. I don't know what their intentions are. All I know is what's happening is, yeah. is like very pragmatic. If I just look at it very pragmatically, mm-hmm. these are not safe for consumption. These are not safe yeah. to be used. Like this is not okay. And so like, you know, and listen, it was, this book was dedicated to my father because my father in the nineties uh, suffered from chemical sensitivity before it was a term. Like he was, uh, he couldn't do anything. He, he, you know, chemicals and laundry detergent show soaps and shampoos and colognes and, and, you know, smelly stuff off the carpet or paints. It literally would neurologically fog him out. He couldn't think. And so it's, it's, it's only gotten worse. And don't you think that's happening to all of us on some level? 100%. I mean, because it it takes getting that to be, you know, an acute state where we then seek medical attention. But long before that, you know, Mm -hmm. the the just exhaustion or or it doesn't even have to be exhaustion. It can just be the lethargy and the, you know, uh, the not having complete clarity of your mind, like, we are all being affected in in crazy immense ways. Huge. I th- yeah. I think it's the I think it's the elephant in the room yeah. of our modern day world right now. And we talk about you and I have been in health for a long time. Uh, and yeah, people are saying, "What should I eat? And what should I do? And how should I work out?" But if you are not taking this on. Mm-hmm. And acknowledging and eliminating the toxic exposure from everyday products and habits, you're you, you will not thrive. I guarantee right. it. Like because this stuff is getting locked away in our fat tissue. This is this stuff is like you know the body is amazing. There's a foreign substance, so it keeps it away from the organs and and pushes it into the fat tissue. So then women go, why can't I get rid of this weight? Because mm-hmm. your body sometimes it's full of toxins and it's dangerous for the body to get rid of. And so, yeah, pragmatically, we're all getting hit. You can just see it. Men's testosterone are in the toilet. Like Mm -hmm. the average men's testosterone is going away and it equals also the inability for, for sperm to work. And then you look at breast cancer, ovarian cancer, cysts, all of that stuff is environmental. Yeah. And then it further supports itself and it creates emotional states and then it just keeps going. But this is an invisible, I was going to say pandemic, 
I hate that term now, but uh, <laughs> this is an invisible world that needs to be illuminated and we need to, I was also going to just say fight right there, but I don't want to fight. I want to just wake up. Yeah. The moms, the people that don't have the time to think about this. Yeah. And listen, I wish I didn't have to think about it. I wish my dad didn't suffer. I wish all of that. But so if I can create a way that people can start to learn, and it's not to say, read the book and then implement everything. You can literally open that book and just point and start reading something and then go, okay, let's just do that. Yeah. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stay away from the plastic water bottles because that's all endocrine disrupting Mm -hmm. and really bad idea. Uh, let's get, you know, he just talked about reverse osmosis, create our own water, get a good Mm. glass bottle, uh, and get some unrefined salt. Hey man, you have better water than 99% of the people. Yeah. So, you know, start with those simple things and eliminate heavy metals and the deodorants and the shampoos and the smelly this and that. And, and, uh, and laundry detergents and like stuff like that, just slowly start to implement a change. Yeah. I love this. And I just keep, I keep going back to the, this new version of Amazon that you're going to (laughs) create. And I just think there's so many people in the world too, that would give, you know, financially Mm. to support and a, a business and organization and agency that is doing the research and vetting because we don't have all the time. So I, I just, I mean, it just makes common sense. It makes total sense to me that, that this is with the direction that you're headed in. And, and I know it's, it's an overwhelming project with everything you have going on, but, and we talked in the beginning, you know, the blessing and the curse of these, these callings on our life that seem just, I mean, how, how do you even do that? But you also are, a, you are the type of person that just can't deny that. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you just, you know, you, you start finding more and more when you say yes to this stuff, mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to turn out. The doors open, it creates other opportunities, but as long as you say yes for, to what you know at the time, yeah, and then, and then it creates a, an opportunity and you find your tribe yeah. along the way. And then the tribe comes because there's a, again, going all the way back to down to earth. Um, I, I believe in the human spirit. I yeah. believe I believe in, in in that. I believe in this instinctual grace of love and mm-hmm. and opportunity and possibility and passion. I believe in all of that. And and I know that exists in every human. Yeah. Right. And so if we just kind of go back there, all the other people that are not coming from that place mm-hmm. will just naturally be illuminated right because they're not the light in the dark i mean it's that simple concept of you know yeah stepping into the light it's like it just it just takes over you know totally yeah i mean literally i mean not to be it's such a easy thing and easy thing to say but a powerful thing to understand because i get overwhelmed too and we don't need a lot of people right you know one one you know every morning i light a candle and it lights up my entire place. Mm-hmm. One candle. One, one candle. little candle provides light for me and my dogs every day. And, I, and, and that's it. We don't need 
there's a lot of people that don't have the time or space to dig into all this stuff. So we need a, a few of us yeah. to just get going on it and create an opportunity. And then, then that creates a vortex of possibility mm. for people to come, come to. So, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm yeah. just, just in the I believe that, that so wholeheartedly though. It's funny. I always use the word vortex and my family likes to roll their eyes, but I'm like, it is, it's a vortex. And and I believe that one person standing in the light from that place of love and, and belief in the human spirit is more powerful than 10 million that are in the darkness, you know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And we just have to be careful, myself included. I have to be careful because I like to be aware of what's going on in the world. But if I yeah. jump in too much, it definitely can like, then it does the opposite. Right. It starts right. suppressing me. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's, uh, you know, and then we have access to all this information and, you know, and, and then the, how we're getting that information is just more and more questionable. Right. Like, I don't know what's true anymore. Yeah. You know, so, I know. but I, but I do know certain things that are true and, and these things are happening and they shouldn't be and they are. And so let's do something different. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Darren, this <laughs> has been such a great conversation. I feel like we could talk for hours. I feel like we didn't even touch on Oh, barely anything because yeah. there's just so much, but yeah. I want to thank you for your time, but really truly honor you for just everything that you've done up until this point in your life and everything that's coming, everything you're creating, everything you're working on. It's, it's just, it's beyond admirable and needed. And, um, tell us about the book. When does it come out? Yeah. So it's on pre-order right now. It comes out May 16th. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, all those things that you may think are good for you, and they're really probably not. Yeah. And so then just shift your attention over in a different direction, so that you don't unknowingly cause yourself harm anymore. So. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for writing that. I know that was no small project. Oh my goodness. Um, I'll link it all into the show notes. So everything will be below and you can find Darren. I'll, I'll link in all your, you know, where they can find you and all that good stuff. But thank you again for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Right on. Well, thanks for the questions and thanks for your, your commitment as well to making a healthier planet and healthier people. Absolutely. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. I want to remind you to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. That would be super, super helpful to us. And share in your social media. Tag me. I love hearing what you guys have to say, your takeaways, all the things. So make sure you're tagging me in your social media posts when you share the episodes. And we will see you next week. <laughs>